Hi, and thanks for listening to Crime Fairies Podcast. This is episode two of Lisa Lamb. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you guys have not listened to part one, I suggest that you go back and listen to part one. Otherwise, you might be extremely lost. So go back, listen to the first one, and enjoy. And then the most interesting, do you want to play the elevator game? Okay. Some people claim that she was playing the elevator game. Okay. Mm. All right. I'm going to read this. Now, this this is off of, um, I believe, I found it a few months ago. I believe it was, I think I found it on Reddit, and then it was on a blog. But here is someone, um, anyway, this is just kind of a creepy story, too. It, it's just what someone else kind of, you know, said what happened to them when they played the elevator game. And there were plenty oh, okay. of things, like if you go on YouTube and stuff, playing the elevator game. But I'll do this. I'll read this. Read all the instructions. Read what apparently happens if you do play the moon bell in elevator game. And I'll let you decide if she was playing this. Oh, okay. So this is from one of the girls' blog posts. It says, first off, before I say anything else, I want to make it absolutely clear. Under no circumstances should you ever play the elevator game. It goes to the other world. If you're curious about it, just stop. If you tried it before and it did not work, please, please, please don't ever try it again. I tried and I'm pretty sure now that I'm fucked. Okay. Here's how it all started. About a year ago, I was reading about the death of Elisa Lamb happened and it happened upon I happened to go upon a couple of websites about the elevator game and that Elisa may have been playing the game before her disappearance for those not familiar with the case okay we'll just she's probably in the tower but anyway she thinks that she was playing the elevator game so I read the instructions for how to do it in a few different places there are slightly few different versions don't know why And it creeped me out. I closed my browser and then I honestly didn't think about it for a few more months until I happened on another article about it on this very website. I have the link. Yeah. There you go. Big if there. That is the article that she was talking, that she's talking about this. Um, May contain more information on the game than I'd ever seen in one place before. I became absolutely convinced, convinced that this game was bullshit and being handed around the web as a quick way to get reads from people that are interested in Elisa. The community that's over... Sorry, hold on one second. The community that's obsessed with her is is rentless. Like, they are really obsessed with her. I know this because one of my boyfriend... My boyfriend is one of them, and that's how I can came to consider and playing the game myself. My boyfriend is sweet and kind, but is also very into missing person stories and the idea of the paranormal being a real thing. These are two I find mildly interesting every once in a while, but they're not always on my radar like they are for him. So one evening when he wouldn't stop talking about the spooky Elisa theories, I asked him if he'd stop talking about it if I played the game with him to show it was fake. He agreed. He made the bet. And that's when I knew I thought it was fake for sure. If I thought it was real, there was no way I would have gone and played this game, which just goes to show you how much of a distracting fantasy this is. Like, 
who would agree um, to play this game with the result of being stuck in another dimension forever? No one. That's who. Anyways, so I took some notes on the games to take me to identify the building where I thought I wouldn't draw my draw attention to myself in any way that might that might cause me to mess up the game's order and thus be ruled invalid but my true believer boyfriend wouldn't I won't say much about which building it was in because I likely don't want the attention of the downtown area of Atlanta where I live but now if you're familiar with the game at all, then you know there are concrete steps that you have to take perfectly to get this right. These steps are consistent every way across every version of the game I've ever read. The only things that aren't consistent of doing the steps are exactly what other world is like. As a result, I was able to plan with confidence so there wouldn't be any question if I was doing this right or not later. This took about 20 minutes before I was able to take the elevator alone. It was a new elevator. The building is fairly new and there was absolutely nothing creepy about it. No music in the elevator, nothing. So I started the steps of the game. Here they are. Number one, enter the elevator from the first floor by yourself. And if anyone else gets in, then understand that you cannot continue from the fourth floor and you need to wait until another elevator can be taken alone. Number two, press the button for the fourth floor. Number three, do not get out of the elevator. When it reaches the fourth floor, stay in the elevator and press the button to the second floor. Number four, do not get out until you reach the second floor. Stay on the elevator and then press the button for the sixth floor. Number five, do not get out when you reach the sixth floor. Remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. Number six, do not get out when you reach the second floor. Stay in the elevator and press the button for the 10th floor. Some have reported hearing a voice telling them on the second floor during the middle of the second ritual. Do not reply. Do not answer in any way. Number seven, do not get out once you have reached the 10th floor. Stay on and press the button for the fifth floor. Everything was dull up to this point. I didn't hear anything at step six when I hit the button to take the elevator to the 10th floor. I started at step eight and I fucked up completely. It has been reported by someone, some, that a woman may enter the elevator on floor five. She may appear a stranger who wishes to engage with you. More importantly, she may appear as someone that you know. It is important that you do not acknowledge her in a word or any glances. If the elevator you are in is reflected, then stay at the floor or the buttons only. Do not look at her. A woman did get on at the fifth floor. The problem is that I have never had an opportunity to look at her because I was looking at the lights above the door telling me which floor I was on. It startled me when the elevator suddenly stopped. By then, I was already looking at the door, and she was getting on. This was stupid of me. It's so obvious I should have been facing the corner where the elevator buttons are, not staring at the lights telling me which floor I was on the whole time. I immediately thought, okay, no biggie. This is bullshit anyway. But I have to tell you, I was extremely nervous, and I hit the buttons for the first floor, and the elevator started moving again. I made sure to look down at the floor. Then she started talking. She was a tiny thing. I'd seen that she'd got on. 
and really pretty. Her hair was light blonde and she had striking green eyes and freckles. She stared at me and she started talking about how there's just been an accident on the fifth floor and wondering if I'd go back to help her. This is total nonsense. She just gotten on the elevator and hopes that someone might be there to go help bullshit. I don't speak. This is too weird. No way. I was going to talk to her. She said again, and this time it sounds like she was getting angry, and I ignored her. The third time was very different. Hey, you fucking cunt of a bitch. I'm talking to you. You're a fucking cunt. Holy shit. I can't tell you how scary that was. The the hair on my arms was standing up. I got a dizzy feeling somewhere that something was truly dangerous, and I got, you know, when you get that first hit of adrenaline, I sure did. I moved completely into the corner of the elevator at this point. I know I was staring at the elevator buttons, wondering why was it taking so long for just five short floors. We should have already hit the first floor, but it seemed stalled. The third on the third, even I could still feel the elevator moving. The next thing I knew, she was calling me a cunt and kind of a soft weeping. She started crying. I would say that the sound was even mournful, but the truth is the sound was like despicable and pathetic. Remembering it now, the effect of her crying wasn't to make me want to console her. The effect was that I suddenly found her disgusting for no reason at all besides the fact that she was crying. I suddenly found myself hating her. Why wouldn't she stop crying? Why wouldn't she shut up? I could practically feel her body shuddering while she was crying so hard. And the wet sound of it seemed to fill the elevator, getting louder and louder. I simply couldn't take it anymore. Hatred filled me, and I turned around, and I yelled at her, Shut up, as I grabbed her by the blonde hair and I smashed it into the elevator door over and over again. I couldn't stop myself. Blood spattered against the seam of the elevator door, and she was still weeping to the sound rising in the pitch of the patter until I was no longer able to cry. But instead, I heard her cackling at me. Oh, God, no, I thought. She's happy. That's what she wanted. She wanted me to abuse her. And like that, I realized I had not been only looking at her. She came through the elevator door. not And if I had not acknowledged her at all, and if I had not grabbed her hair and struck her, I, I would have been just fine. I've given her what she wanted. And then, ding, went the elevator. I arrived at the first floor turning the woman's face was no longer of a pretty girl but converted of pure pleasure as if she had been relieved of a burden that she had been carrying as she stepped off the elevator and into the lobby blocking my exit the door slammed closed behind me and the elevator began began to rapid rapidly ascend i pressed every button on the floor on the elevator console trying to get it to stop but nothing happened the buttons were dead faster and faster the elevator extended until a loud creak and squeak and the cables came to a complete stop on the floor of the light it read number 10 the doors opened and nothing there was nothing there was just the 10th floor in the building on the right and the left were offices and glass doors and windows inside people answered phone calls and appeared to be in meetings you know just like your basic stuff I hit the elevator button for the first floor and the elevator began moving smoothly downward at the lobby. I stepped and walked out of the building onto the street. I don't know what in the hell just happened, but I knew I didn't want any of part of it. I immediately called my boyfriend and told him what happened in the elevator. 
he just laughed and said he didn't believe me. He compared what I told him to what he was reading about on Elisa Lamb. He wouldn't listen to me at all. So caught up on this little spooky fantasy and all. And I try to pick my story apart with all the bullshit comments that I could think of and stuff that I was reading on the internet forums. He said, this is what what happened to me was impossible. And I was just making stuff up. I hung up the phone, hung up my phone and shut it off. This is the part where I really need you to listen. And this is the part that matters. The next morning after I was going to sleep in my own bed, I opened my eyes and what was standing in the middle of my office building, um, some kind of fully dressed was the light. It was dim and it was peering out of the window. I saw what I could only describe as a dead city. A faint dim light horizon illuminated everything and it was glimmering and greasy film The with a low light. There was no sound. I didn't mean it was quiet. I mean, it was absent of sound. Ahead of me was an elevator with the floor indicator that read 10. I pushed the button down to the elevator in such a panic sweat seemed to instantly cover my body the elevator arrived the door opened i got down to the lobby and the lower red light was gone and in place was a normal lobby that i had seen the day before in the morning this has happened to me every night and every morning for the past 10 nights during the day when i am out of my apartment i see the blonde uh, girl's face everywhere in the crowd and then she seems to disappear only when i try to focus on her on the sixth morning, I found myself in the building. The elevator quit working. I took the stairs down to the lobby, and I take in the stairs every night since, but they get longer and longer. Yesterday morning, I was walking down at least 55 flights of stairs. I opened the stairwell door, and the floor I was on was back to the 10th floor. It took what it seemed like hours before I finally got to the lobby. I am afraid that tonight I will be trapped. I can feel it in my bones that this is how I will always be and I will never be able to get out. I've been trying to stay awake, but no matter how much caffeine I have, I can't stay awake. I have no idea what I'm doing. Even worse, I saw that pretty young girl with the blonde hair two nights ago in the stairwell. And I didn't see her clearly before, but now I see her. And I see her at the corner of my eye every single night and I could hear light footsteps. She's there. She's in the building with me. She has something in store for me. I'm sure of it. I'm sure she's going to kill me. Please do not play the game. You will, it will end you. It will end your world. The other world is not something to be fucked around with. It's not a hobby or a spooky thing or a dare. It's a prison. And when I finally fall asleep tonight, I will know that I am in this other world that is also known as my prison. So that's one thing on the elevator game. But there's no reports of anything happening to her either. Nope. So, my opinion, that's just a spooky-ass story that someone wanted to, you know. Sounds like a creepypasta. Yeah, something like that. But, anyway, some people do think that she was actually playing the elevator game. But, in my opinion, if you look at the her video, she doesn't push those numbers. She pushes five and she doesn't- in a row. Like, one, two, three, four, five. Like, like down straight down and she doesn't wait for it to move Mm -mm. i mean was she even on the right floor when she she would not have been playing it very accurately no so i claim that is complete bullshit but it is a theory some people think that she was playing the elevator game and that she ended up in another dimension in that dimension that woman decided 
to tell her that she needed to go kill herself and that she killed herself. Interesting. And that's another theory. I don't believe that one. We're shit. Like, but it it is fun. It's another theory. With the history of this hotel and everything, what do you think happened to her? You're going to think my theory is boring. Okay. I think she was just off her bipolar meds. You think she was off her bipolar meds and decided to go for a Mm -hmm. swim or something? Or killed herself? That's kind of what it sounds like. I know that's probably, for all the conspiracy theorists, not a very fun theory. but That's not fun at all. What do you think? Well, I cannot get out of my head about the tuberculosis and how that exact that exact same antidote was named Lamalisa. Okay, I will give you that. That's a little weird. The exact same timeline and everything, and it does make sense that they would want to cover that up because they were doing human testing, if that's true. Like lab rats who weren't consenting to anything. I'll give you that. The give a shit if they were homeless i mean some people speculate that you know they were all over on schedule and so they wanted to get you know rid of them or scare them or i don't know which way i go with that if she was a government agent if someone gave her tuberculosis if she was never even made up uh interesting theory though um so her quote-unquote family was interviewed twice and has not interviewed ever since then they've never been in the media after that they're you can't find them on facebook or anything like that maybe they're just not facebook maybe they're but there's no private maybe they changed their names to get away from the limelight but you know they they were in the media twice which if it is a government thing could i easily just either paid someone or had someone that was in the government anyway pretend to be their family and make a statement i don't know i cannot get over the fact that it is named lamalisa that that buckles my mind i don't know what her dealing with this is but like i can't get that is definitely strange i'll give you that i feel like i don't know what her story is i think it was some type of i do believe it was some type of cover-up with this tuberculosis outbreak I don't know exactly, like, the exact dots on that, but that part, I think. Did they have it named that before or after? Yes. Yes. Nope. They've had it named that since 2009. She went missing in 2013. That is strange. Right? That is very strange. The the exact same spot that the tuberculosis outbreak was being held and tested was the exact same antidote named Lamalisa that has been going through testing since 2009 to 2013. And when they decided to execute that testing, it ends up being the exact same position where this girl named Elisa Lamb, you know, had this tragic event happen to her. I don't know. I kind of find that coincidental. I'll give you that. It's pretty weird. Whether or not if she was a real person and got caught up on this, I don't know. Like that to me, I cannot get over that. That's the one part I can't get over. It's definitely strange. I'll give you that. It's it's very, very weird that that has the same name. That The odds of that are extremely slim. Well, and then that testing with the government, like, sponsorship and everything, you can read online about that, and it's going on the exact same days. Yeah, that that one gets me. 
that that part I don't know about. But I mean, you could just go down a rabbit hole with this. I mean, there is so much crap that you search her name and you fucking go down a batshit rabbit hole. Seriously, right? Well, or don't go to a hotel that's known for murderers. Hmm. Interesting. Um, the most affected people to get tuberculosis are more no, Asians. That is interesting. interesting. I did not know that. Foreign born are eighty percent more likely to get it. Why than the US hell born. would that be? I don't know. I'm I'm looking up a tuberculosis fact sheets. Okay, so does that make the fact that she was a foreigner make her more real and then or less real because man, that's weird. Okay, this was a fact sheet back in two thousand eleven for LA and six hundred and thirty six deaths were due to okay. tuberculosis. Seventy six percent of these that were receiving Treatment died. They were still receiving treatment. Center for Disease Control. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to part two. That was a trippy, trippy episode. Indeed. Go go down the rabbit hole. If you want to learn, if you want to know more, feel free to uh, go to the website, crimetheoriespodcast.com, or go to our Patreon. We should have all the links to all the videos and all that, I would imagine. Yes. Patreon.com slash Crime Theories Pod. And and welcome to 2020. And yeah. And should we try to keep fucking going again? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's just jump into it. Let's not count. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Keep. Keep. Keep fucking fucking going. Nope. (laughs) We'll get that right sometime this year. Yes! The year we finally get to do that. That is our New Year's resolution is to get that right. So, Happy New Year. We'll see you next week. Please send in any suggestions of stories you'd like to hear. Be fantastic. Can't wait to hear from you.